Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters, and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Hello and welcome to Curious Freedom Podcast with me, Kirsty Faruja, and a friend. And today I have Kylie with me. She is a listener and you're going to learn more about her life as she introduces herself to you. <laughs> Go ahead, Kylie. Hello, I'm Kylie, a public servant because I live in Canberra. So what else is there to do here, right? <laughs> And I'm a solo mum of a four and a half year old daughter who I had on my own. And we just welcomed a new little puppy into our lives. So yeah, there you go. That's Yay. me. <laughs> How long have you been a listener of the Art of Decluttering slash Curious Freedom podcast? So it's a bit of a rabbit warren how it started, mm-hmm. but I am a chat 10 looks three gal from, yeah, a long time ago, which of course led me to start listening to two peas in a podcast. And I think Mandy must have mentioned the art of decluttering at some point in a podcast long ago. So probably 2019, I think maybe. Yeah. So I don't know, she mentioned it in passing and I've just been, yeah, kind of listening ever since sort of dip in and dip out. Yeah. So there you go. Been around a while. (laughs) Thanks Lee, Annabelle and Mandy. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And if you don't know what Kylie is referring to, we'll put links in the show notes so you can go down those rabbit holes. Yes. Yeah. 
All good podcasts. <laughs> Yay. So you emailed me earlier this year, end yes. of last year, when was yep. it? Sometime. <laughs> and asking me about your junk drawer. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> how to help you with that. Um, what happened next? <laughs> yeah. So I had decided to tackle my junk drawer that's just this tiny like sort of slim drawer at the top of a shoe cupboard that's near my garage door. It's where I keep my keys and like bits and bobs to just, you know, grab to run out the door. But it had inevitably just piled up with random things that didn't belong anywhere else. So I decided to clean it out. It was all going well. I organized it, put in little containers and stuff, but inevitably there were just a little pile of bits and bobs that I just didn't know what to do with and I was just in this state of overwhelm and I just wanted to go to bed so I ended up just like piling that into a container and putting it into a cupboard knowing that I would never ever look at it again because I have (laughs) done that in the past and have come across containers of like what is this and it's inevitably leftover bits of something that I've cleaned out previously. So I emailed you going what do I do with this stuff because it seems to always happen you know I go through the process of the decluttering but there's just always random bits at the end like where do I put those and then you email me back straight away asking for sort of more detail on that that was good because it prompted me to pull out that container again and actually look at it which I probably wouldn't have otherwise and yeah I sort of scattered it across the bench to look at what was in there with fresh eyes the next day which was probably another key to it and yeah instead of sort of getting overwhelmed by what was there I was looking at it to sort of tell you what was in there but by doing that by looking at each thing I was like okay come on like you know does this have a logical home yes or no is this something you really need yes no and kind of went through each item and ended up solving the problem myself put my big girl pants on and didn't need you after all but I just I just needed that motivation of okay have an actual look at each individual thing. Tell me what is it and where does it need to go? But by asking myself those questions, I was able to do it. So it just helped me get through that overwhelm of this is a big pile of stuff. No, it's individual items. Let's just go through it and yeah, see where a logical home might be elsewhere in the house. So yay. yay. <laughs> and then that kind of prompted me into like sort of had this sense of power like woohoo I could do it so yeah it ended up resulting in tackling other annoying bits and pieces around the house that had been annoying me (laughs) (laughs) I love I love how you solved the problem yourself (laughs) you actually didn't need me at all (laughs) you you just thought you needed me (laughs) I did I did yeah it's awesome (laughs) what other things did you go on to tackle so I find listening to your podcast just helps me when I'm decluttering. Like it doesn't even have to be the particular topic that I'm decluttering because, you know, obviously a lot of the themes are the same and it's just kind of that motivation of having that in my ears while I'm kind of tackling things around the house. So I tend to listen to decluttering podcasts while I declutter just to try and keep myself on track. So I listened to some old episodes. Don't ask me which ones because I just was like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I remember that one, I think. And one of the things that you said was, I think something is better than 
nothing or anything, you know, anything's better than nothing. And so I was like, okay, I think I always had this thought that I needed to tackle like a whole room. Like I need to clean out the kitchen. I need to clean out the ensuite. I need to fix my office or whatever, rather than, okay, what's really annoying me about the kitchen right now? Like what gives me the irrits every time I deal with that? And it was the Tupperware drawer at that time. So I was like, right, I'm just going to do the Tupperware drawer. So I did that and it's been amazing. And the other thing that really annoys me is my kitchen bench. It's just always, it's just the dumping ground. It's like immediately when you come in the garage door. So inevitably that's just where things get dumped to put away later. And so I sort of said to myself, like, I just want a clean bench. Like I just want a clean bench from now on. So it's not going to be a dumping ground. I'm going to always put things away rather than dumping them on the bench. And I've managed to keep doing that. And so that led to, because I always had a clean bench, I felt like my kitchen was quite tidy. So that meant that I always did the dishes straight away as well, because I just, I liked having a tidy kitchen. So yes, it's just been this kind of snowball effect. So thank you. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I love hearing snowball effects. (laughs) (laughs) Just being good. I just, yeah, I like having just clean kitchen, clean benches makes me feel, yeah, makes me feel organized if the kitchen bench is clear. Yeah. (laughs) What did you, tell us what the kitchen bench used to look like. What did you dump in there and what never got put away, what never moved from Um, there? Yeah, it was just kind of. I don't know, just, you know, like my handbag or, you know, my keys or my daughter's cardigans or like whatever we'd kind of dragged from the car into the house or had come home from somewhere and just kind of dumped like or had used sunscreen or something that had just been left there or school notes that I need to deal with. Like, I'll just put it there so I don't forget about it. But things that I needed to come and go but they just weren't coming or going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I've yeah been a bit more intentional about what I do with those kinds of things now. Yes. I've turned that junk drawer into my good to go drawer as in, you know, that's got my keys and sunscreen and bits and bobs that you just need to grab to duck out of the house now instead of the kitchen bench. And yeah, I tend to deal with like the school notes or invitations and those kinds of things straight away. Because otherwise I forget, like, if I don't do it the day of, like, the teacher always laughs at me because I'll often bring it, if they give me a note in the morning, I'll bring it back paid with the the note on pickup. There's another mum who does the same thing. We look at each other and we're like, we're the nerd parents of the class, but. You're the yeah. efficient parents of the class. Well, I just you don't I have to hold the mental otherwise. tab open yes, for exactly. any longer. It's like don't forget that. Yeah, so just do it then and there, and then I don't have to think about it again. It's done. So tell us how long does it take you to clean up your kitchen bench of a afternoon evening? Now it doesn't. It's so good. Nothing stays there. Like I tend to just like it's sort of the first thing I do when I get home now is. You know, if I'm if I'm dumping anything on the bench, then I'm putting those things away straight away. So it just never gets cluttered anymore. So nice. I think one of the other things that you mentioned in one of the older podcasts was about 
what do you want to use this space for or how do you want your house to feel, you know, like what is it that you want your spaces to be and how do you want to use them? And I think that's when I found my why, like, you know, why is it that I want a clean house? Is it just to have a clean, tidy house? Like, yes, I do want that, but why? And so I realised that I've always been like a panic cleaner. Like when someone's coming over, I always, you know, like I'm running around tidying and cleaning and doing all the housework and stuff before someone gets there. And I just thought my why is that I just want to be able to have people over on a whim or, hey, why don't you come over this afternoon and not have to spend hours running around anxiety ridden, you know, trying to get everything in order. So I just thought, yeah, I just want to maintain something rather than have to constantly clean it. Yeah. So that's kind of been my my reason. And once I kind of, I don't know, it kind of triggered something for me, clicked with me somehow. And I've actually been able to have that every time I feel it's getting on top of me. I'm just like, no, you want to be able to just invite people around whenever you want. So let's just put these things away now. And I think that whole something is better than nothing. Just, you know, if I'm in the lounge room and there's things that need to be in the bedrooms or my daughter's kicked off her shoes or taken off her uniform or whatever, like when I'm leaving the lounge room to go to whatever that room is, I just grab those items and take them with me. Like if I'm leaving a room, I just kind of look around a room and go, what is in here that doesn't belong here that I can just put away quickly now so that it doesn't pile up into a, an overwhelming, oh my God, this house is a mess situation. So, um, I'm yeah. so excited for you. I can just see it on your face. <laughs> Curious listeners can't see your face, but I can see your face and I can see the the joy and the lightness that you now feel. Yes. Does it feel overwhelming to you to keep the house? No, not anymore. It used to, yeah. And I think what I said to you is like, I understand the freedom part of your curious freedom now is that I feel so free in not being bogged down with, oh my God, I want, you know, I want my daughter to have a play date this afternoon, but I can't be bothered. You know, I don't want to spend hours cleaning because I've got other things to do right now. So you know, she just can't have that play date because I'm not comfortable with them coming over when I've got clothes on my floor kind of thing. So, yeah, now like there's been times when I've just said to people, you know, why don't you just come over now and not, you know, had to race them home and (laughs) put things away before they get there, which I've done previously. And there's, yeah, a real freedom in that. Just like, wow. And I had a friend coming over for dinner fairly recently and I was just looking around going, I don't really need to do anything to prepare for her. Like it was so weird. I just kept thinking I really should be cleaning and (laughs) but I just didn't need to. So instead I, you know, got to prepare a little snack, you know, like prepared snacks for us instead, which is in the fridge. And it was, yeah, it was just so relaxing and, yeah, it was just really nice. So 
Yes, I get the freedom part now. Thank you, Kirsty. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're, you're the so best. you're so welcome. I'm so excited because <laughs> people come. That's how we live in in this house, and yeah. people can't believe how tidy it is, and they can't wrap their heads around it sometimes. And I'm all yeah. like, it doesn't take that much effort now that it is neat and tidy. Like yeah. it takes effort to get to that space. But when you start maintaining it and create the habits that you need to around maintaining it, then it's not that much. Yeah, that's the easy part. Yeah, the the hard work is the the getting it to that point, finding homes for everything and putting things back in their homes. The other thing that I know has come through on your podcast in the past is about where do I use this thing? Like where is the logical place? Like it doesn't have to be somewhere that you think it should be. Like where does it work for you in your home? Like so as an example of that, my daughter likes getting her hair done in the lounge room. Like she'll usually be like watching TV. She'll have had a uniform on and be sitting in front of the TV and that's when she likes me to do her hair. So I've just got a little hair caddy, little plastic caddy that I just grab from, it's in like the entertainment unit of the TV and I just grab it out of that cupboard to do her hair and then put it straight back. Like it's just quick and easy rather than it being, I don't know, in the bathroom or in her bedroom. Yeah, like it would just never go back there if it was up the other end of the house. So, um, yeah, it's just somewhere that I can quickly grab it where I need to do it. Yeah, just things like that. That's where do I use this item and where do I need it to be so I can just quickly grab it and put it back. So, see, all your tips. (laughs) I love listening to, to you and how you've implemented the tips and what works. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
So can you think of anything else that you have taken on board that is changing the way that you live? Yeah, I think like I said, it's just kind of that change in how I think about decluttering that it doesn't need to be a full day's work. I don't need to spend the weekend redoing the kitchen or the office or whatever, just doing a little space at a time. Like, don't get me wrong, like it's not perfect yet. <laughs> um, there's lots of spaces that I'm still really keen to do, but I'm just trying to do them in little stages rather than being overwhelmed with the whole room. Because I've done that in the past where I've tried to tackle too big a space and I go along really well for a while, then I inevitably end up either losing steam or motivation yeah. or getting distracted by the things that I find, <laughs> reading old diaries or something, like I'm hopeless with that. And yeah, and like I said, with the the junk drawer, ending up with those bits and pieces that I'm not sure where they should go that sort of overwhelm me so they just get put into another too hard basket container that I don't ever look at it again and then inevitably can't find something that was in there. <laughs> I'll look at that one day and go, oh, that's where that thing I was trying to find ended up. So, yeah, I find if it's too big a space to tackle, then I just end up getting overwhelmed and end up with some pieces. Whereas, yeah, if I just try and tackle a, a bit at a time. So I've done, you know, my ensuite fairly recently and I've, with my bedroom, like I, I used to just get, I've got like a pretty stressful job and I tend to work late at night the joys of being able to work from home is that I have zero boundaries that's a whole, whole other issue so you know I'll inevitably be going to bed and just you know strip off and leave my clothes on the floor because I'll put them away tomorrow which of course I never did and then it piles up and then it just becomes an overwhelm and I get annoyed at myself that I've let it get out of control but yeah that was another thing in that why that I found, you know, I'm like, I don't want to have a bedroom that's just got clothes sitting around. And so I, I just make that effort because, you know, to put away your dress and shoes and like put the, you know, the dirty clothes and the dirty clothes, but like, it's just not that hard or time consuming to do. Even if I'm exhausted, you can do it. Like, Come on, Kylie. Like, it's actually not that much more effort to like chuck it in the corner than it is to just put it away where it needs to be. So, yeah, I've been pretty proud of myself for being able to actually put things away, which I think also motivates me to put all of the laundry away too. Like, the fact that my room is clean, like, I'm not just going to, you know, dump the clean laundry not folded somewhere. Like, and spoiler alert, I do enjoy folding laundry, which is weird, I know, but I like that part of it. I don't like hanging, but I like folding anyway. But I'd inevitably fold it and then just not put it away. Like it would be neatly folded in a basket somewhere, but just not put away. But now that I have a clean room, I like to keep it clean. So I end up putting it away then there, which is exciting. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things is when a room or a space is clear, then the washing basket sticks out even more. Yeah. Like yeah, you're like, exactly. oh, it's the only thing out of place in this room and yeah. you may as well put 
the clothes away. And, and even if you are like really, really exhausted or you're sick or you're having, you know, a challenging time, putting away two days worth of clothes because you're really sick is so much easier than putting away 10 days worth of yes exactly yeah (laughs) so like even having grace for yourself that even on those challenging days if you don't do it like just getting up the next morning and going well I can jump back on the bandwagon now like I don't have to shame myself to think oh I'm never going to be able to like I've just slipped back into my old ways I'm so pathetic why can't I do this you're just like no, I can do this. Yeah, I did have, um, I was sick a couple of weeks ago actually and, yeah, did do that where I was just not maintaining how I had been. But, yeah, I just gave myself that grace of, you know what, <laughs> you're, yeah, solo parenting and you're sick. So yeah. it's okay. Yeah, and as soon as I felt like it, I did just make that effort to put them away then so that it didn't pile up, which is just really nice having a clean bedroom, turns out. <laughs> Funny enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's all very logical, but, yeah, you kind of just have to have that switch made. Like I've always, like I'm not a messy person as such. I like organisation, but when I'm stressed and overwhelmed, I just tend to let things slide and then it builds up into overwhelm and then I have that, oh, you know, I get sort of depressed that I'm living in a space like that and so then that's yeah a whole cyclical effect so I yeah yeah. (laughs) any other advice you can give curious ones one of my all-time favorite hacks that I discovered accidentally and it didn't have anything to do with the podcast actually is I'm a list person like I write a list for everything you know to-do lists packing lists like you know when I'm going away like I'll literally write down a list that says you know undies bras shoes it like you know down to the basics every time because I need something to remind me and I got onto the bullet journal craze years ago thought I'd thought I'd really like doing bullet journals turns out I do not like doing bullet journals however what it made me do was buy a really beautiful notebook and it started off as me trying to maintain a bullet journal but ended up just me writing all of my lists in there so I've got a book that I've had from 2016 that has every single list that I have written since then which is so awesome to look back at because you can see everything you've achieved since then like I've seen everything that I've ever done and crossed off And my packing lists, like I will just look at a previous packing list and, you know, it takes that mental load off, right, what do I need to take? I just, obviously, there's things that you always need to take and then you just add whatever other things you need based on the weather or where you're going or the activities or don't forget the Christmas presents or whatever it is. Yeah, so I just find that helps my mental load because I've already got kind of a pro forma there to copy across. And for my to-do lists, I always have a running to-do list that once it starts getting a bit messy, I'd start a new to-do list with the things I haven't done yet on a new list and yeah, go from there. And it includes all my Christmas presents. So I know what I've given everybody for Christmas every year since 2016, which is cool to look back on as well. Just things like that. Just every every time I need to write down a list, because I always wrote a list and I'd just grab a random piece of paper or notebook. Now, if I think 
I want to write a list, I will grab that notebook. So, yeah, that's kind of why that just works for me. It's one of the things that I've maintained for all that time and never strayed from. I love it. It's my little Bible. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it because I, I work with so many clients who just use random scraps of paper and I'm always encouraging them just to have one or, yeah. you know, however your brain works, if it's like two, if you want one for personal work or like there's yeah. ways to do it that works for every unique person, but to just have the one place that you write it instead yeah. of scraps of paper all around your house. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Then you're like, oh, was this the note from last week or the note from this yeah, week? Exactly. <laughs> and I love, like, I love that concept of bullet journaling. Not necessarily for journaling because I'm not a journaler. Yeah, but for like, oh, I can see what I haven't got done, so I'm going to copy that on to the yeah, next. Exactly. List. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that's the bit that I've kept. I haven't kept any of the the pretty parts that you're supposed to do but yeah just the I haven't got to that yet so I will put that on my new to-do list has been really handy and it yeah it is nice to look back at what you have achieved right like you've got Mm. old to-do list you're like oh that's right I have done that I've done that that's my my favorite (laughs) life of that yeah exactly oh yeah it really works for me so you know I've got electronic calendars and all those kinds of things but I'm a visual person, so I just need to see it written down. <laughs> oh, it's been so lovely to chat to you and get to know you and to hear what has resonated with you from the podcast and how you've been able to make it work for you in your unique household with your beautiful daughter. So thank you so much. No I love meeting <laughs> listeners. It's so awesome. And thank you for your podcast. Uh, well thank you again for coming on and I can't wait to be back in your ears dear curious ones next week with something else that I don't know yet I don't know what we're talking about next week (laughs) but it's been beautiful speaking to you Kylie and thank you again for reaching out and asking me for um, my tips so that you could realize that you didn't need my tips (laughs) No, I just already had your tips from previous podcasts. Yeah, (laughs) and you already had it within you. You did have it within you anyway. So, yay, I'm so glad. Well, have a lovely day, Kylie, and have a great day. Curious ones. Bye. Bye. Bye.